Hello and welcome to the Over Under Achievers, the only podcast in the world that talks about sports and gambling. I am one of your hosts, Knox McCoy. Joining me as always, someone who he thinks the All-Star Game is a slap in the face is Jason Waterfalls. How's it going? LeBron, I love you. You know I love you. But it's it's an all-star game. It's not a request for full frontal. So can we can we relax a little bit? <laughs> Gah. It's ridiculous. As always, the Over Underachievers is a proud member of the Podcast Media Group, and it is a show committed to reconsidering news from the sports world through the prism of overs and unders. And then at the end of every episode, we'll discuss a real bet we're making this weekend with our own cash money, as well as the Andre Three Stacks special, our silent partner who is much more trustworthy and skilled at wagering than we are all of our wagers both fictitious and real will be tracked on a spreadsheet that you can access if you go to overunderachievers.substack.com again we are not experts we do this for entertainment camaraderie and we will always tell people to gamble responsibly jason uh how, how you doing man what's going we on have a lot more disclaimers this week than we had last week is everything yeah. okay Did you we, know uh... the uh our the podcast me group's rocket lawyer charlie he was like hey fam uh <laughs> You gotta, you gotta put the legalese in there for me. <laughs> Listen, speaking of the podcast media group, uh, the uh, I don't know if you've listened to this week's episode, but you had a cameo uh, in this week's episode. Care to comment on that cameo? I didn't listen yet. What was the cameo? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what you know setup. what? You're you're in a professional transition moment, and I get that. Um, it was uh, well, so this will be fun. It's we're you know we did the nose of dating, and I recall the story of. Uh, when I watched you meet Keith, uh, oh, last name redactor for the first gosh. time, and what you did, <laughs> which was rip a juicy fart in his face uh, for the first time meeting your girlfriend's dad. And uh, people liked it, uh, Jason. The people are talking, and they like what you're, you're bringing to the table. Oh, my gosh. I haven't even checked that yet, so that's going to be... Amazing. Check the inbox. Check the inbox. You might have some uh, <laughs> some things. Speaking of that, um, you know, we I, I got some pushback last week on people who just refuse to believe that you are a real person. Do you have anything you'd want to like say to them or like how to respond to that? Yeah. How many times are we going to do this, guys? I'm he's re- been on live I'm shows. Real. He's been on podcasts with me. Like I don't know. Like you want a blood sample? I don't know how else to show people that you're a real person. I'm seeing you in the yeah. flash. Like you're here. Your head. Your heart. Your soul. It's all here. So I don't know. I- I had a mustache yesterday, and I don't today. That's you real. Did. That's true. That's true. And so, but, but I feel like you're prof- you're bringing a professional vibe, and I really like it because this is a professional week. This is a big. This is a huge week in sports. Um, I'm so glad we could uh, we have this format so we could talk about this. You know, we're going to get into NFL stuff um, and the uh, uh, the Super Bowl conversation. But before we did that, I, I thought it'd be too much to go all NFL because there is some interesting stuff happening in the NBA. So before we go all Super Bowl, all NFL, let's start. Let's do the first over under. Um, this is going to be about the Brooklyn Nets. Okay, the super team out in the East, the hipster Nets. Uh, over under on games that these new Nets are going to win in the playoffs. I've set it at 11.5. Are you taking the over or are you taking the under? I am definitely taking the under. I just really? don't. Yeah, I just don't see it. I mean, it, it's going to take a Miami Heat type run from last year. Somebody, but don't don't you just doesn't this just really feel like they're a year away and they're going to lose in the first or the second round? No, that's a dumb thing you just said. And I'm sorry to be abrasive, but I feel that that's true. And, you know, the reason I set 11 and a half, because that is the difference between losing in the Eastern Conference Finals and getting into the finals, right? So I thought that's a that's a good telltale. Now, if I had set that lower, like where do you where do you think the destination ends for the Nets? 
I think it's at at best losing in the Eastern Conference. At best, final. Yes. <sighs> yeah, I, I, I can see that happening. I think I think you set the number correctly. Okay, here's how I got there, Jason. Okay, let me just clue you into my thought process. I thought, is this a situation where the Miami Heat uh, and Jimmy Butler, who does like the 60-year-old man in the park game, are they going to beat the Nets? No, they are not. Okay, Giannis. Okay, maybe, maybe, but they won't. Uh, is it Giannis who shoots negative uh, 20% from the free throw line in the Bucks? Are they going to beat the New Jersey Nets? Maybe. No, they are not. I will answer that for you. The Celtics, who are just choke machines, and I get it. No. They have two good wings, but Kimball Walker is like General Grievous on his <laughs> knee. Can you please go to a doctor and fix your knee, my man? Are they going to beat the Nets? No. No. Okay, the Sixers. The Sixers are a conversation. There's one yes. team that might beat them. There's one and a half teams. If Milwaukee plays this playoffs as well as they did the regular season last year, sure. they could they could beat the Nets. But isn't, trust isn't me, that that's, that's always the, the thing? Isn't that always the conversation that maybe they'll magically get better in the postseason? Yeah, but how did what happened to Miami? They magically got better in the postseason. Let me okay. Let me let me answer your question with the question. You didn't ask me a question, but I just like saying stuff like that because it sounds fun. The uh, do you want to live in a world, Jason, where Dante DiVincenzo is playing in the finals? Do you want to live in that reality? No, and I'm no. glad. I'm glad that the Bucks didn't make it to the finals last year. That said, if they turn it on, which they are capable of doing, they could beat the Nets, who can really check out for an entire series. And you're telling me they're going to go through three rounds of being stable as a group to get to the finals. It's a great way you pose that because the 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 gambit here is, are they going to be good enough to beat mostly okay teams in the East? Now, I don't, I don't think they can win the finals. I think they can get to the finals. It reminds me a lot of the Miami Heat. Uh, I don't know what year was when they were first together and they showed up against the Dallas Mavericks, right? Just yep. Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, and LeBron James were enough to get there. And I think this is an even better collection of talent. Now, I don't know that they mesh as well, but it's just – I know they don't play defense, but I think I just don't trust uh, Embiid. I don't trust Ben Simmons because you Agreed. don't really have to Agreed. cover him. I, I like the Sixers as a team, but I think when it gets down to it, and if you place a bet against Kevin Durant and you're watching Eastern Conference Finals, I want to be on the other side that's like, yeah, I, I imagine Kevin Durant's going to do this. I imagine he's just going to like rip your soul out. Finals is a different story, but I feel like they get to the finals because I guess it's less about my um, confidence in the Nets and more my lack of confidence in all the other teams in the East. I get that. Well, okay. I don't get that because here's why. As you were saying all of that right up until the end there, the thing I was thinking – was you're giving me the field in yeah. the East against the Nets? Yeah, because because it's James Harden and w- whatever. No disrespect to KD, he probably can take them there. But Harden is going to become a circus probably at some point. Kyrie, lot going on there. So if I've got the field of the East, that's the that's what I'm betting on. Um, I will I will I will see that bet and I will raise it a steak dinner. Next time we can hang out, I'll 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 cover dinner if they don't get to the finals. I feel that confident about it. Deal. Yeah, in. yeah, I like that because I just like 
the idea that Colin Sexton and the Cavs are going to like stick it to him because they're a better team, I just I don't care. Or the Magic or oh, the Hornets. Oh, really? Because they beat him twice in a week, but okay. Who's the, who, who's the guy, uh, who's the big white dude? Is it Zeller on the Charlotte Hornets? Cody Zeller. Who yeah. is so aggressively balding that it offends me every, every <laughs> time, time I see him. It. It's time for a buzz cut. It's like the first time I saw a sex scene as a kid, and I've just all my sensibilities were all like, "Oh my gosh, who does that? Like, who can show that?" The way he just leans into his male pattern baldness is truly a wonder of the world, and I commend you, Cody Zeller. Okay, so you're going under. I'm going to go over on that. Absolutely. Okay, I feel good about that. Okay, that's enough NBA talk. We'll we'll put that aside now. Let the let the adults come out. The big boys. We'll have the big boy it's conversations. Time. About the Super Bowl. Um, let's start out before we get to the game. Let's do uh, Super Bowl commercials. This is a big, you know, par- part of the pomp and circumstance of the Super Bowl is, uh, you know, all the celebrities, all of the performances at halftime, but also the uh, Super Bowl commercials. Are you a big, are you a big Super Bowl commercial guy? Like, do you make it a point during the Super Bowl to watch them and pay attention to them? Yeah, that's the time when people shouldn't be talking because if there's going to be some great, you know, one-liners zipped around. I want to hear them. Yes, I'm definitely into the commercials. Yeah, it's like I always want to watch them, but usually I'm in a social situation to where I cannot because evidently when someone's talking to you, you have to pay attention to them and you can't just like be like, shh, 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 let's watch the TV like I want to do, you know? I've always said that about you, about how you love being in social situations and following the norms. It's it's great. It's one of my (laughs) – listen, (laughs) I I reached my crescendo last year in Honduras where I was at a Honduran (laughs) bar watching – the Super Bowl in Espanol and trying so hard to understand what was going on, but also With, trying to talk about kids who need families. It was, it was tough for me. It was a precarious situation. With, with un, unbeknownst to you, but COVID just bearing down on you. We, none of us, none of us knew. So, okay. So uh, over under, what I want to do is I want to set the over under on commercials after the game that like when we're like, you know, getting ready for bed with our significant other, we'll be like, I really liked, X, Y, and Z commercials. I'm going to set that number at three and a half. You're taking the over or the under? Over. Oh, that felt very confident. I think that with Pepsi, Budweiser, Coke, some of the big ones bowing out, I didn't I didn't see if they were able to you know, reduce the prices and some of the people, some of the big dogs that are always there are bowing out. Sure. But I think that there's going to be some of these other brands that come online and do in – you know, is it Oreo, Nabisco, someone like that who's been kind of tied to the Super Bowl for the last few years and just try to have a spot. And I think there's going to be – I only like it at about four, but I think it's going to be over three and a half that, that, we're, that we're talking about that we like. I, you know, I like that rationale, and I think – I'm with you. I think the, uh, the decks have been cleared a little bit, so we might get somebody who's like, let's get a little weird in here, you know, looking at you, avocados from Mexico. feel like you might yeah. do something weird, and I like it. Um, my only question, though, is I'm worried there's going to be a lot of uh, – it's been a hard year, hasn't it? But we've been together. I don't want any of that. I know. I've lived through it. I don't need anybody wearing masks in my commercials. I don't need any reminders at what's happened. I need – Michael B. Jordan as Alexa slowly seducing a woman. That's what I want. That's what I need. That's what I'm talking about. See, like I think that enough brands are going. I'm I, again, like we said last week, that for the things you want to happen, you got to be smart. I think you. I think that you might have said that phrase a little too often, and it's going to become like the catchphrase of of our losing streak. So okay. I don't want to yeah. triple down on that. The soundtrack of our losses. Wonderful. <laughs> 
we wanted all that stuff to happen and it didn't and it was really bad odds uh but i hope that there's some of those michael b jordan alexa commercials because i'm hoping that some of these brands just understand that people aren't having super bowl parties or shouldn't be and that we just need those commercials to pop this year and all we need is four all we need is four. Four gets the win, and I feel I feel really confident about it. I, you know, I normally I never do this. I never do this, Jason. I never watch Super Bowl commercials before the game. I just I feel like that's so um, grotesque, honestly. I've seen one, and it's not off to a good start. I read an article about the Michael B. Jordan, but I did I purposely did not watch it. What did you? Watched, what, can I be honest with you? I know exactly which one you watched. It was Ashton Kutcher, uh, Mila no, Kunis. No, don't say it, nope. <laughs> I don't know about this one. Don't tell me. Okay, well, I watched. I accidentally watched the Bud Light Legends one. Oh, I've seen this. Okay, I won't say anything more. Okay, see, I only slipped. It was like you know, it was big DC talk. What if I stumble? Energy, and I did stumble, and I watched the Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> but it's only because all of my social medias put it in my feed, and I can only look at Michael B. Jordan so many times and be like, what's what's happening here? And it is maybe the best thing I've ever seen in my life. And I, I'm you know. I haven't seen a movie in the theater for like a year, so take that with a grain of salt, but it's really good. It was really good. I saw Kevin Hart did a follow-up. I don't know if that's tied into it directly or if mm. they're trying to start something for more to come during the Super Bowl, but I have not seen the Michael B. Jordan side of it. I'm thinking of becoming a guy who's like, yeah, I'm good with Kevin Hart. I don't need any more Kevin Hart. Okay, now this is interesting, and I didn't know we were going to go here. I'm starting to become a guy that I might start buying Kevin Hart's stock. Oh, wow. Going the other way, huh? Yeah. He can't – he's really good. He's really funny, first of all. But <laughs> he is, is. It too much? is it too much of him? I get that. But what if he's starting to find his, like, um, his plateau, and that's a good thing? Like just a little bit here, a little bit there. Yeah. What if it stops being overexposure and it starts being the correct amount? So what I'm hearing you say, Jason, is what if you stop getting in traumatic car wrecks and cheating on your wife? And I yeah. think I would agree. That's good. That's a healthy thing to do. Don't do that. Maybe that's, just like live a normal life for a little bit. That's that's the point, though. Now the stock's low. Let me let me tell you about this GameStop stock I okay. heard about. Okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I've read no fewer than five explainers on what's happening. I still don't quite know what's happening. But I just know the, I should not get involved. The best part about the explainers is the next day it goes against what the explainer explained. And then there's a new explainer and then it goes against that. So like everybody's been wrong all the time. The the thing, the big takeaway was hedge funds always win. So that was kind of what I what I took from the whole experience. Can we can I take it back to Michael B. Jordan for a second? Because I wanted to ask, um, you know, Michael B. Jordan infamous for being in Creed and uh, both Creed movies. And I think he's going to fulfill the Creed trilogy here in a little bit. Uh, he's also Eric Killmonger in the Black Panther uh, cinema movie. Um, over under three minutes in a fight, in a standard fight situation with either Michael B. Jordan as uh, his character from Creed, Adonis Creed, or as his character from Black Panther, Eric Killmonger. Over the under. Of me for yeah. three minutes? You lasting. No, no under. You under. not capitulating, like you trying. Would you try? Yeah, I'd try to run. I assume we're in a, a ring and I'm not supposed to be running out of the ring. You know what? I'm actually going to put you in the Black Panther set piece when they're trying to determine who the Black Panther is. So it's kind of watery and it's kind of rocky, you know, but there's a cliff involved. I, I'm, I'm out even quicker. Under two minutes. 
What 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 is That's your 120 plan? seconds? You can't like not die for 120 seconds. He's gonna throw you over that cliff in about 12 seconds. But you, you gotta think, think 45 of that's gonna be some kind of monologue where no, he's gonna I've talk about how offended you, he is. And you like to run through the water, and you think that you could you could get yourself through that water fast enough to stay away from him. <laughs> and there's nowhere to go. You're not understanding the dynamics of that scene correctly. Listen, there is nowhere to go. <laughs> That's a sneaky good point. I love running, running through water, and I do secretly <laughs> feel like I might be the fastest person in water. <laughs> not swimming, but running. <laughs> high knees, high knees. I'm really good at high knees. Everyone needs to know that. Uh, okay, yeah, I like that. I think, you know, going back to the commercials, there's going to be there's going to be a weird celebrity cameo. There's going to be uh, a weird nostalgia reach. There's going to be animals. Um, there's going to be, um, I don't know. Were you like a big Dilly Dilly guy? Did you get into Dilly Dilly? I never got into Dilly Dilly, but I, but I recognized it. What's Dilly Dilly? You don't remember Dilly Dilly? Oh, the Bud, the Bud Light thing? You know, but that, I think that's funny because until I saw, I was researching this and I saw Dilly Dilly, I was like, oh, yeah, Dilly Dilly. Huh, that was a thing. Man. That was like a moment. I was thinking that was- I was thinking that was a brand, or you were pitching me, do I remember the Dairy Queen? What are those, Dilly Bars? Oh. And I was like, was there a Dairy Queen Dilly Bar commercial? I don't think they actually had Dilly Bars. I think they just like acted like they didn't because blizzards <laughs> were the were the main event. And you ice know, cream cake. 538, they did a piece. Um, if I remember, I'll put it in the show notes, but I probably won't. But they did a piece how all America wants is they want animals, they want patriotism, and they want sex in their Super Bowl commercials. Apparently, all of the most rated... Super Bowl commercials of all time contain either an animal, America, or some kind of sex adjacent thing like cleavage or GoDaddy or Danica Patrick in repose or something like that. The the sex related ones, I'm actually those. I I don't like those. All the animal related ones are the ones I remember the most, and I don't remember any patriotic ones. Evidently, like there, there's always like three of them per year, and people are like. That's right. I bet America. I bet there's the patriotic ones also have animals in them. So I remember mm-hmm. them for the animals. Like we're not going to say the Budweiser Clydesdales. That's not patriotic, right? That's animal. Uh, I think it is patriotic, but it's also animalistic. And honestly, with you, it's a little sexual. I'll be honest with you. It's a little <laughs> sexual. Love the way they carry themselves. Very phallic. I'm into it. Um, let, let's do um, – okay, let's do – uh, let's get to the actual Super Bowl. Let's talk about the game here for a minute. Um, Wait, so you're about- taking me over too? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna take the over. I feel like it's gonna okay. be like six or seven because I feel like my yeah. bar is low. It's very low right now. Um, so let's talk about the actual game. The uh, official over under Chiefs Bucks is at fifty six point five. Last I checked. Um, how are you feeling about that number with them? Absolutely fantastic. This is the bet your kids' dollhouse's mortgage. On really? This. Yeah. Interesting, because I you not, know I saw not real money. Not real money. Gamble responsibly, et cetera, et cetera. Sorry, Charlie, rocket lawyer. Um, the uh, you know, the Bucks I think average thirty points a game, and yep. the Chiefs are at like twenty nine. So that puts you at fifty nine. Um, so obviously the average is over. But I know also the average first quarter scores of Super Bowls is usually around like three points because everyone kind of starts a little slower. And add to that, it's going to be a rainy ish day. So do you still feel that good about it? Yeah, the Chiefs put up 22 on the Browns in the divisional round. They put up 38 on the Bills in the in, in the AFC Conference Championship round. You're telling me they're not going to put up 30? You know, do, do you want to jump ahead to what I think the, the score of the game is going to be? Absolutely, hit me with it. 40 to 20. 40 to 20 Chiefs? Yep. 
Ooh, interesting. That's a spicy meatball right there. Here's the thing. I know, you know, in the last few weeks, um, because I feel like the last six weeks, the Chiefs struggled to get to 20 points, you know? Like they were kind of mid twenties. Um, you've all you say the last two weeks, the, the the last like six weeks of the season, not counting the uh, Bills, not counting the uh, Chargers game because they they rested all their starters. Tampa twenty seven, Denver twenty two, Atlanta yeah. seventeen. Uh, Chargers doesn't count. Cleveland twenty two, um, and then Buffalo. You know, obviously they, it was scores of Palooza. So I I'm having a hard time. I'll, I'll tell you where I'm at because I think I would. If I had to put money on this, I would bet the under because I think rainy day, slower pace, I feel like Mahomes is going to get shot up on that toe. He's going to be great in the first half. Halftime's going to take forever. He's going to be slower the second half. Um, I would bet the under, but I don't – I never love betting unders because that sucks. That's such a terrible way to gamble. Um, but I will like to loop this into my bigger idea, the bigger conversation about the Super Bowl. I feel like – so much of the uh, money is on the Chiefs right now. And if you go on any studio show, it's uniformly Chiefs. And there's no science for this, but it just it makes me think, ooh, I don't know about that. You know what I mean? Add to that, Tom Brady has never been not favored in the Super Bowl, except for his first one, which he won. Add to that, they've lost a lot of their offensive line. Add to that, the strength of the Bucks is rushing the passer. I don't know, man. I've got a weird feeling about it. I have a I have a vulgar fear of of betting against Tom Brady. Yeah. It is yeah. it is not the correct thing to do. You know, that I did said, it against the Saints and, and I knew better and I wanted better. Like I wanted them to win. So it was terrible having be like being a part of a bet that assumed the Saints were gonna win, you know? Um so and I, I just think repeating back to back, that's tough. And I feel like there's some shades of Warriors in uh, whatever 2017 where they just they had played so many games and they had played so hard and they were so good but it's really tough to win back to back absolutely and again can't it's hard to bet against Tom but who is the better team you're telling me the Buccaneers this year's Buccaneers who they had he had three turnovers last week Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. five point five point win Mm mm-hmm Breeze did not play well when they played sure. the Saints, 10-point win, and they only beat Washington by eight points. Now, garbage time, blah, blah, blah. But who's the better team? Uh, well, I mean, straight in a vacuum, I would trust the Chiefs, but I think this is a matchup game, right? And I think it's in Tampa Bay. That means something. Uh, I think it's going to be rainy. The Chiefs cannot run the ball. That means something. I think Mahomes, even though he, I bet on him to throw a pick and he didn't throw a pick, there's a toe thing. There's a, a former concussion thing. I don't know. It's I, I can easily see myself feeling so stupid because the Chiefs dropped 56, you know, like a 56 burger, and the Bucks have like 20. <laughs> I can totally see that happening, but I also – I don't know, man. I don't know. It's a it's a weird season, and I I don't know. Um, I don't know if I'm. Th- I think we're all so conditioned to be so impressed with the Chiefs and with Mahomes, and I, I wonder if this is one of those games because you know for Tyreek Hill, he went off in their first matchup. I guess it was Week Twelve, um, and that game ended up twenty seven twenty four. Now, obviously, the Chiefs probably took their foot off the gas, but uh, I I don't know. 
I don't know if the Chiefs will be able to run their game plan simply because of the offensive line. I think they're not going to be able to run the ball. I think they're going to have to go to short passes. And I think hopefully Todd Bowles and the Bucks are like, hey, Tyreek's not going to beat us. So you're going to have to throw to Travis Kelsey 58 times. And, and that's they the will. Recipe. And they might. And, that, and they might win because of that. But I don't know. I've just got a weird feeling about this game. Okay. Chiefs offense, Chiefs defense, Bucks offense, Bucks defense. What's the best facet out of those four? Chiefs offense. Second best. Uh, Bucks defense. Okay. Bucks offense, Chiefs defense, right? So those are two good matchups, right? I think it's a great matchup. And that's why, like, the line, I don't know if it's back at three, but it was, it opened to three and a half. I think it's a perfect yeah. line. I think it's a 100% honest, perfect line. Um, I just, I don't know. I feel like the Bucks are a little experienced and undisciplined. The Chiefs are super well coached, but they're banged up. They're big time banged up. I just think both defenses are worse than both offenses. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> however you want to end up measuring that, the results will tell it. And I think that there's going to be points. I don't see them. There's just I don't I don't see it being a punt fest. I mean, fifty six and a half is is not nothing, right? That's a, that's yeah. a bunch. Sure, but these are high scoring teams. And I think to your point, the uh, this isn't a traditional Super Bowl where there's a ton of stuff going on in the stadium, there's going to be one of those weird games where there's like, you know, was it like 8,000 people? No, I think it's more than that. It's Florida, bro. Oh, I think it's a third. I think it's a third of the stadium. So I don't know. Does it hold 60,000, probably 20,000 people. So 20,000 people, but not guaranteed that they're all going to be Bucks fans. They're just going to be like uh, frontline workers or whatever, which is great. I'm glad they're getting to do that, but it's not like this is a traditional Super Bowl where people are freaking out and there's pomp and circumstance. It's going to feel weird. So, yep. yeah, I think this is, for me, it'd be a stay away. I just don't have a feeling one way or the other, so I don't want to bet it. Um, okay, so I'm going to go stay away. You're going to bet the over and feel very confident about it. Um, let me do this. Let me throw this at you. Well, let me throw you some weird ones at you first, okay? Yeah. This is my favorite part about the Super Bowl is you can – you can get odds on almost everything and you can gamble on it if you're if you're so self-loathing that you want to gamble on the uh, will Tony Romo correctly predict an offensive play. Yes is minus 200, no is plus 150. I feel like that's free money. He will totally predict a, fr- a play. Yeah, that's it. I'm in on that. Um let me throw this at you. What will be said? What word, Jason? I don't know who's measuring that, but Somebody is the the you know sporting news is, is is measuring it. What word will be said first by Tony Romo? Read, penetration, blitz, a gap, trick play. Which one you like? And I'll give you the odds on it. Uh, I don't know, Jim. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know, Jim. Read, read is plus one hundred. Trick play is plus seven fifty. I feel like plus seven fifty is in play. It is right there. Uh, penetration is plus 200. I personally never like people on TV to say penetration. That's me though. That's how I get down. Do you like people off TV to say penetration? I don't like anyone ever anywhere okay. saying penetration. Much, much stronger stance. Um, what will be mentioned first that this is Tom Brady's 10th Super Bowl, or that he's 43 years old? Oh, is that, are those both plus? Uh, one's minus one's plus. Which one's plus? Uh, f- him being 43 is plus 100. Ooh. That's free money. Guys, that's free money. No. That was you don't hard. think so? No, that could go either way. That's, a, that, that's I mean, tails never fails, but that's a 50-50 proposition right there. I, I can see Jim Nance being like, the 43-year-old quarterback from Tampa Bay. 
in That's his 10th Nance. Super Bowl at 43 years old. What will be mentioned first, that Patrick Mahomes is expecting a child or that he's engaged slash getting married? Are both of those things true? Those I'm Both just... of those things are true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Um... See, that's another good one because is it he's expecting with his fiance, mm. or is it, or is it that he's getting married and expecting? Ooh, it's just semantics at that point, you know. Well, that's how the that's how the Brady Super Bowl age thing's going to go. It's going to exactly. be in the same sentence. Will the word LeBron be said during the broadcast? Yes, is plus three twenty five. No, is minus five fifty. Yes, I think so too. Uh, there's some other stuff. Well, how many times will Belichick be said over oh. one minus three hundred, under one plus two hundred? Over. Yeah, I think so Are too. You on over on that one? There's at yeah. least two there, and then this. Okay, this is my favorite one. Can I read this to you? And you tell me. You weigh in honestly on what you think will happen here. Uh, first coach to have nostrils seen during the game. Andy Reid is plus one fifty. Bruce Arians heavy favorite minus two hundred. Listen, COVID's terrible. But you don't get this type of a bet in a non-COVID Super Bowl. You don't. So, uh, you know, it's you, we take our silver linings where we get them, and there's no way Bruce Arians isn't the first one to show his nostrils. Agreed. There's no way. All right, so that's kind of – I think we've talked around, and um, I, I know the listeners are hearing it, but there is some contentiousness between you and I about who's going to win this game and how we're going to bet, given that we are in a gambling collective. We're going to figure that out, guys. Mom and dad Listen, are not getting divorced. Mom and dad are together. We might. Okay? We might. This well, might come out Sunday morning. Mom and dad can't get divorced because mom sure. can't bet in Alabama. So uh, she's in this to win it. He's got full control of the finances. <laughs> so we will always figure it out. We're very Catholic in that way. Um, can we, uh, before we get to the bet that sucks a butt, let's do uh, the Andre Three Sacks special. Now, obviously, we've mentioned Andre Three Sacks. He's our silent partner, he is active in our chat group. Um, I would say. He takes betting much more seriously, and I think he's a lot better at it, certainly than myself. I won't speak and for me. you, Jason. Nope, we've got the stats. Okay, <laughs> okay. So he is. Yeah, so he has he has an NHL gimmick that he does that just crushes. It just yeah. absolutely crushes. It's proprietary, Until so what? we can't reveal that. But he's very good at what he does. So Until, if, it's, when, when does it not crush? When we get involved. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> When we just do the same thing that he does on the same day he does it, we nobody, ruin it. We, so we ruin it for everybody. I don't know that we'll do. So he's given us a, a, the Andre three sack special. So if you're out there and you're thinking about gambling, we'll give you this, and it's almost f- guaranteed to not fail. Um, he has the coin toss take tails at uh, minus one hundred three. His logic Absolutely. is tails never fails. Longest touchdown under forty five and a half yards. Uh, that's minus 114. Total punts under six and a half is minus 143. Um, total interceptions over one and a half. That's plus 125. Do you like total interceptions over one and a half? I do. I that's just, just think one that from Brady and one from Mahomes or two from Brady. You can't bet against Brady, but you can't bet against Mahomes. And I just think that they're going to be pressing. I think both teams are going to be pressing. These are two good offenses that are coming together at the right time. I think they're going to try to put it all out there and – if they throw an interception, it's not going to phase them, and they're going to keep pressing. Yeah. This is it. Yeah, and I, I saw that this is a, uh, you know, statistically the penalties in the playoffs have been significantly down, like almost oh, 30%. Yeah. So I feel like this is a game where you might get away with a little bit of pushing, shoving, pulling 
to get yourself in a position to make a pick. So um, I like that. And his last one yeah, was... Yeah, DB is going to body somebody to get the interception. Yeah, I think they'll let it ride. I think that that's just kind of how the NFL wants to go. Um, okay, that's uh, that's Super Bowl talk. Do you want to... We'll, we'll kind of wrap up here. Uh, do you want to talk about the the bet that can suck a butt from last week? Because I didn't have any, but I know you... I think you had one. Yeah, you know, it wasn't great. Par 72 last weekend at the Farmers. Uh, this is golf and you know you gotta you gotta pick a winner and i picked uh this farmer insurance open last week i picked scotty scheffler yeah i don't know who that is if that gives any context i thought you guys were talking about tony scheffler the former broncos tight end (laughs) so i was that's why i set that one out yeah so he first round shoots a 65 day two shot a 79 that would be seven over he did not make the cut okay so that one didn't no money on picking that now, let me ask a question. Would you have done that if there had been NFL or any kind of football to bet on, or were you desperate and just looking for some kind of hookup? Uh, definitely not desperate, and I don't like the tone in the question, just to be very clear, and I'll have our attorney, Charles, be looking. Is his name Charles? What's his Charles name? Uh, P. Rocket Lawyer. <laughs> is he real? And Why do you keep saying Rocket Lawyer? Is, is this a Quicken Loans lawyer? When you listen to the uh, Nose of Dating episode this week, it'll make sense, and you'll laugh about it. It'll crush okay. then. I'm one episode behind. I'm getting smacked for it. Okay, sorry about that. Um, so yeah, uh, I I think that uh, you know, going seven under and then shooting a sixty-five and then shooting a seventy-nine, something happened that night, and yeah. I am not the beneficiary of it. But yeah, I'm I'm betting golf all year long. I love betting golf. You know, I, so I'm staring into the black hole of football's over. I I'm not well versed at golf. I Yet. feel a little bit of well versed in the NBA, but like back to backs, nights tonight. I don't know. I don't feel confident. So uh, this is gonna be a growing experience for me. Um, okay, that's it. So you're. Do you want to? You, you made your prediction. Chiefs forty, Bucks twenty. That's my prediction. Yep. I'm gonna go Bucks thirty five, Chiefs thirty one. Okay, that's the over. That's the that's the under. That's no, that is the over. You're right. That is the over. I've talked myself into the over. I think you're confident. What do we do now? Your confidence at point scoring, I, again. Though, I know, but your lack of math ability. Did we? Are you? That is a factor we have to consider, honestly. Because honestly, I thought we were recording this uh, at two thirty, and it turns out we were recording at twelve thirty. So it's a problem, guys. You know, we all have our 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 positives <laughs> and our negatives, and that's a negative for me. So, your, so uh, your positivity in keeping our time conversations in Eastern time. I, I just knew it was destined to break down at some point. I didn't know it was going to be episode two. Yeah, but you know what? It's time to get better. And that's been my oh, mantra this year. Two and a half episodes under. <laughs> it's okay. I'll figure it out. I will figure this out. I feel good about it. I feel good about the Bucks. I feel good about the over now. Um, I don't like Rudy. Ever since I watched the uh, Rams-Seahawks game go inexplicably over, uh. I'll never guess the under. I'll never bet the under again. So uh, I think let's let's root for points. Let's root for good commercials. Let's root for points. That's how we'll watch yes. the Super Bowl. Absolutely. All right, that's it for this episode of the Over Under Achievers. Before you go, remember to subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss out on future episodes. In case you're listening to this in a weird place, we are on Apple Podcasts right now, so you can check that out. Uh, And if you want, if you like us, if you like what you listen to, and you want to leave us a rating and review, that wouldn't be the worst thing in a world. Uh, Additionally, if you want to follow along with us on our gambling journey, go to overunderachievers.substack.com and subscribe to our list so you can see our spreadsheet in action. 
I'm Knox McCoy. You can follow all my hot takes on social media at Knox McCoy. And I'm Jason Waterfalls, and I am a real person. <laughs> all right, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bam, bam, bam.